Welcome to the Authentic Deb Podcast. I'm Debbie and I'm your host for All Things Authentic. This podcast exists to bring people just like yourself from all over the world to share our stories, laugh at ourselves, and encourage each other along the way. Get ready to laugh, cry, and be empowered, but most of all to be you, because being you is enough. We are live. It is 6 a.m. Houston time and I believe 1 p.m. in South Africa. This is Authentic Dev with Jenny Schmal. She is an author, a speaker, and a relationship coach. And Jenny and I met on Facebook through various groups. And we both just, she has written several books, but I just wrote my first one. And so we're going to talk today about the flow of creativity, about the importance of listening to your intuition, of being creative, of working um, with your dreams and visions. And we're just going to kind of see where it goes. So I'm going to let Jenny introduce herself. And if you uh, come in via Facebook or YouTube, please comment so we can know we're here. And if you have any questions, we'll be sure to answer them. So without further ado, uh, Jenny, tell us just a little bit more about yourself and then we'll just jump into it. Well, I think one thing I did want to say, I've actually been to Houston, Texas. Really? About nine, nine years ago, I went to a uh, personal development seminar. So I've been into Houston, Texas, into and and some beautiful shopping center. But I never got to meet you then. Who knew I would meet you later on on social media? I know, media? and you know, I wasn't living in Houston nine years ago, so you would have okay. had to come to the uh, Seattle, Washington area to find me. That's okay. That's where you would have well, found me. But very cool. It's still hot. Nothing's changed. It was it's very hotter. hot. Yes. <laughs> well, as you said, I'm Jenny Schmoll. I'm a relationships coach. I'm an author. And I love all things spiritual and all things personal development. And I live in Johannesburg, South Africa. We call it the city of gold. And I'm a city girl. I love the buzz of the city. And I'm just thrilled to be chatting to you today about the flow of creativity. Awesome. So the city of gold, what, what's, the, what's the background there? Well, a very long time ago, um, we have many, many gold mines in South Africa. Some of the biggest gold and diamond mines in the world are in South Africa. And because Johannesburg is the central financial hub, like New York would be in America, we call it the city of gold. It's also one of the largest man-made forests. It's a city of trees. We love trees. We love nature and we just adore being surrounded by these trees. So sounds fabulous. And I like uh, I like the moon in the background. We were talking about that before the show, and I'm sure we'll get into that. So let's tell us a little bit about your most uh, recent book that you did. We've both done kind of some recent things, and uh, we're going to talk about, like I said, the flow of creativity. Uh, Really, we're going to go wherever the spirit goes with this. But tell us a little bit about um, your book, uh, how it how it came out. You know, where where was the spark? Well, uh, sometime last year in 2019, uh, before Christmas, I started a new coaching series, which was called Finally Find the Love of Your Life. And uh a whole lot of things happened, and then this year it sort of didn't go forward because we had COVID-19. 
And uh, I was invited to join an online group by a very good friend of mine who is an awesome editor, illuminator. Uh, she channels people's messages and helps them distill what their message is. And she decided to run a group of uh, want-to-be writers, wannabe writers, let's call them that, or some that have already written a book like myself. And um, the offer was uh, no cost, free. Do you want to write a book in 30 days? And I think we started around the 30th of April. And by the 17th of May, um, out of 26, 12 or 13 people had published and some are still in the process and will publish. So I was one of those people and uh, it was an awesome process. And I, I, I love the group dynamics because when you're in a group, it seems like some people in the group pull others and uplift others. And then when those are struggling, the others in the group uplift them. So group dynamics are very powerful. Um, you never know who you're going to meet in the group. And some fantastic uh, books and some people that you know have also written a book, you know, from being in that group. But so I took the Finally Find the Love of Your Life coaching series, which is really about relationships. And in Johannesburg, I run a divorce support group a pro bono. And so I work with people that, that have relationship problems and need solutions. Mm -hmm. So the book came from that. But the book really is a story about my relationships throughout my life. So used as a metaphor to explain or to show or to encourage people that when they look at their life, they will see that they created their choices in relationships. So I'm of the belief, um, and it took me a long time to believe this, is that, you know, sometimes we say, oh, well, you know, that person just didn't fit. Well, at uh -huh. that time they did because you chose them. Well, that's interesting. That's and that's a good way to look in at a, it. In a nutshell, you can do it in retrospect. So yeah. I Find the Love of Your Life is a very tiny book about the five major relationships I had, some marriages, um, some joy, some pain, um, some changes, and it's written in a very easy manner. And most people who've read it so far have said that they saw how they chose relationships in their lives, and I'm hoping that more people will do that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I have I have the Kindle, and I have, Thank like you. you said, several people, you're welcome, several people in that group that I know personally have all published and you all <laughs> published right around the same time. Same so I day. have your book and uh, three, uh, four other people, two were in the group and two just did on their own. And so I'm like, oh, you know, but uh, and plus when I read, I want to read with intent. Uh, I don't want to yes. read just to, but you know, yes. I've been with, uh, married to Susan for over 20 years. There'll be, 20 official years this month, but we've been together about 23 years. So it'll be interesting, you know, to read your book and to see myself in my marriage to my son's father and then to see myself yes. in that. Hey, welcome, Karen. Uh, we are just talking just now about ben Jenny's book and, and how it came across. And I want to bring something up that you said, which you said that finding the love of my life uh, in its in its um, origins is a course. 
right? And it, or it meant something, you know, whether it's an online yes. course or a, through your Facebook group or whatever. And then you've taken that and you've made it, you know, COVID kind of changed a lot of things, but uh, you, you stuck with your creativity. I says we're talking about the flow yes. of creativity. When we're in, I have an analogy right now. And uh, Karen, feel free to ask questions. When you see a river, say a lazy stream, something with, an, with some momentum, right? Mm -hmm. And there are some rocks in the river. If you guys can visualize this, because I'm, I'm prophetic and I see, I just usually, you know, I see a lot of visions. The water doesn't stop, does it not? Unless it's a dam. So we're not talking about dams. There's all sorts of little rocks and you see where the water arcs over the rock. Can you see that if you've seen a bubbling stream or whatever? And and it just keeps going. And I see that that's part of the flow of creativity. So we, we start here, let me get my hand in the camera. We start here with an idea or a thought or a vision or inspired action, whatever you want. And then we go and then we hit some little rocks, some little pebbles. And where my hope is for people that are watching it through our stories and others, that they keep the momentum just to go over the rocks and over the the streams. And then they keep going and watch that creative piece. Uh, what's the word I'm saying? Um, just morph into all sorts of different types of avenues with the same, the same thing, because your book, um, you know, like you said, relationship coaching and finding the love of your life. You said you used metaphors um, that can be an online course, that can be a one day webinar, that mm -hmm. can be uh, the paperback and the ebook you put out. It can be a, a, a podcast all in of itself. There are so many different ways um, to take that piece of creativity and keep going with it. Yes. And, and, you know, my, the, under, the underlying premise of all my work is self-love. So finally finding the love of your life is finding you. Yeah. And then going into a relationship with yourself and others. So it's always been there. The little pieces always fit together. And I loved how you said about the flow in the river because water doesn't stop. It just it nope. finds its way. And eventually, um, you, you know, you get there. So never stop. Oh. And I was so pleased to see that as we published, suddenly you published. And I was like, wow, where I, did that come from? And that was beautiful. Well, you know what, what it was. Now, my, my whole you know, thing that I'm building and building in myself, like you said, because you, you have to be the principal audience, I believe, first in what you're trying to give to somebody else. And what I mean by that is authentic Deb or authenticity or my tagline, be you, because being you is enough. That's a message that um, between me and God, I've had to learn and I'm always on a journey of loving and accepting and understanding my own greatness, not in and of myself, you know, but my own greatness and my, and my own authenticity. And so you, you learn these messages you know, through like you looking back on your relationships, what, what did I learn? What, what is my part? Um, 
in all of that. And I loved how you said, I'm going to rabbit trail for a minute. But I love it when it's your own show because you can rabbit trail if you want to. Uh, <laughs> and you can too. But you said it was like uh, when a relationship doesn't work, it's like, oh, that wasn't the right one. Or I'm, I'm paraphrasing. You said something to the extent that it was at the time because you chose that person at the time. And that struck me because all of my stories, all of my experiences that make authentic Deb, authentic Deb, I chose those. I can say that outside situations did this or that. And, and some of that is true when you're dealing with wounds and this and that, or especially when you're young. But the response is all me. And the, the, yes. the response and the way we live our life and the habits we pick up or the coping mechanisms we pick up, that's all Debbie. And I can't say Jenny hurt my feelings. And so I went and acted a fool. I can say Jenny, uh, I allowed Jenny to hurt my feelings and I acted like a fool. So that's a side yes. trip. Maybe that's just for somebody listening later uh, to know that nobody has that type of power over you. I, I loved what you just said there, um, Debbie, because um, I'm of the belief of there is no other. There's only me. The rest is my story and how I narrate it on any given day. Yeah. And, and when you do that, it's very powerful because um, the buck stops with you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you invite people in or you let people out. Whatever you do in life, there is no other. It's just you. And you know, it's, it's like this yeah. grand organized design watching you doing you. Yeah. And you know, I'll add to that though, you know, from my perspective as a Christian, that God is the editor. I was yeah. thinking that as you were saying that, it's like, it is me because for one, I'm not a puppet and I have free will. Yes. yes. But I was thinking as you were saying that, I just had this picture of God being my editor. And it's like the, and I, I find that that's the way the Holy Spirit works in my life is like, do you really want to say that? Or is there, is there a better thought? Is there a better way? You know? And so I don't always listen to my editor, you know, because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm human, but everything I do or say is me. You're right. There's nobody pulling my puppet strings. You know, in the book, I use some words that um, somebody called me out on, actually. And they said, well, what exactly conscious creation? You know, it's a really big word and it seems to be bandied about. But what conscious creation really is, is inspired action. And when you take an inspired action, it seems to have just arrived in the moment. But if you really sit back quietly with yourself, you'll see where it really comes from. And I think it comes from that, you know, mental state of being completely present in the presence of uh, the grand organized design, or as you said, God, your editor. And I say that with total respect. A lot of people mm -hmm. that know me uh, is that I speak about infinite spirit or mm -hmm. um, the Holy Spirit or mm -hmm. You know, the angels, my, um, sure. all yeah. those people that, that surround me as, as a woman, even people right. that, that are not um, alive anymore, but very alive in my, in my world. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when we're in that creative moment, we're at one with, and you could say God. Mm -hmm. 
or because well, it could yeah. work. I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, you know, that's what I love about what I'm trying to do with this podcast is staying who I am, but freedom for people, people don't have to be where I am or use the language that I use, you know, uh, as far as, as that, because I'm, I can't, I can't change anybody. I just speak from my own experience, but yeah, I mean, the creator or consciously creating, there is a consciousness uh, to creating. And I liked how you said that usually is something if I'm, if I'm, if I'm honest with myself, which is really a key point, I would say for any of our listeners, regardless of what they have going on in their lives right now, whether you're trying to create or you have marital problems or whatever it is, is that you must be honest with yourself as far as really looking deep and what are you really thinking and what is what is you could say well you know i have a fear of x and and if i was coaching i'd probably want to dig down more well what's what's really the root what's really the root of that um and i love how this conversation is flowing all over but it's but it's true because it's very rare for me that when that inspired action comes it's usually a culmination of things maybe i've mused on even years ago but maybe thought oh i can't do that or this or that mm -hmm. and then you know a year comes by and it's like i can do that and so for example uh, the recent little and it's a small i'm writing on bigger works but the hashtags for daily living i started that two years ago and i had this whole idea uh for, it was like what i call a um uh heavenly download like i was just journaling and i was just sitting there it's beautiful and i had started writing in my journal um these little hashtags and you know and i heard god say um i want you to write these series of books and i saw the picture of the cover which wasn't the cover i put on but you know we see in prophesying part and i saw it and it was hashtags for daily living hashtags for spiritual living um i'd already known that i had the coffee with god thing from, and so I started writing them down and I started writing down the hashtags for daily living for people that may or may not associate spiritually or whatever. They're just hashtags of how to do, you know, take a thought and have a good day. And then the hashtags for spiritual living was much more on a, on a spiritual base in line with, you know, my beliefs. Um, so that would be to a different niche crowd. And I just sat on it. I put some together. I wanted to have like 31 at first. And I put all these restrictions on myself. And I want to talk about that with the flow of creativity, you know, and I had them and I've had them ready and I kind of hit a block where I couldn't come up with six more for that type of topic. But I was feeling this energy and creativity towards other other books and other things. And so when you and um, Anka and several others put their book out, I was like, oh, yeah, you know. And then when um, when Golly put out hers, it was like, Debbie, get off your butt. Because here it was, it's like, who says it has to be 31 entries? Exactly. I said it. Who says that it has to be so many pages for it to be? Now, somebody needs to hear this. Who says it has to be so many pages for it to be valid? Who says it has to be uh, something, something for it to be valid? You decide if you're the author. Yes. When you write, you're the author. 
And so let's let's take off the that Simon and Schuster has to come along and take all your work. Let's take all that off because part of the reason we get, I believe, this conscious creating, as you said, or creativity is to share, is to share. And when my my mission statement, literally right here on my thing, is to speak and minister all over the world using my prophetic gifts to motivate, empower, and inspire others. That's that's my passion. Do I use those gifts in writing? And speaking and podcast or whatever yeah so when you put out your book and some others did it kind of got me it did it got me off my butt but the idea had been there two years mm -hmm. ago I had written stuff I hadn't edited it or anything so in one weekend I literally so, took that stuff what what I really what intrigued me about you was um, how open you are about who you are, um, your beliefs, your your willingness to to engage with people that may not even have those beliefs. Right. And I just loved when I heard that um, there might be a you know a podcast or a book or something called Coffee with God. I thought, yes. wow, I want to be there. And and yeah. you know that's coming from somebody who just said she loves angels and you know she yeah. has uh, her own. Um, your own way of spirit, your spirit my own way of expressing myself but just going back to the to to for me and mm -hmm. writing books and sharing who i yeah. am I, i'm a storyteller you know i love yapping i love communicating i love collaborating i love supporting i just love the sound of my own voice it seems good but that's a great voice i, love I like your accent because because my definition of success is joining hands with those that are already in the world of personal transformation or changing lives, whoever they are, and and collaborating with those kind of people. And I, uh, like you know, I'm, I'm not the greatest techie, but I'm getting better. I even managed to get onto stream. I know, today. good job. But I'm fascinated with how you just put all these things out there and and really the, the authenticity of you and also... Um, you know, the, you said that word prophetic, and I've, I've experienced mm -hmm. it with you, and I want to experience that more because I believe that is, you know, intuition on steroids. If we can, you know, take <laughs> a lighter yeah. note, yeah, I like that so, intuition on steroids. I love that, and uh, that's why I really wanted to, you know, be a guest on your on your podcast. And I encourage everybody write a poem write something, say something, do a little video, because on the other end of the line, you know, we may have, I don't know if we have guests, if we don't have guests, doesn't matter, because sometime tonight or tomorrow or the next day, somebody might see this podcast and it may just touch their heart. Or their exactly. Soul. And that's the power of words, and that's the power of media, and so I agree with you there, and I'm, I'm happy to have you. you know, it's, been, it's, it's a whole different podcast to talk about the journey of learning to be authentic with me um, and then with people who think differently or what are and kind of breaking down those boxes, but then staying true to who I am and allowing people to be who they are, um, which is a whole different podcast if you think if you think about it. And we will do I will do some coffee with God series. I'm going to do some prophetic uh, seer series on here. I still have to pray the gay away series. Can you pray the gay away? So it's like my podcast is evolving. And that's the part of creativity. You know, you put it on the potter's wheel 
and you go, okay, now I'm going to smooth this out. I'm going to do this. And, and, and tell me about uh, anything, if you can think of an example where maybe um, I think the finally find the book, the love of your life is a good example, but is, do you have any projects where you really just the whole thing changed from point A to point B where it, didn't turn out it didn't it started with an idea and then you have you have any examples where you just split it morph into something completely different well i, I don't know if it morphed into it, it morphed into my last book so um yes that is a good example don't. yeah i i had three deaths in my family between 2009 2008 and 2011 some very dramatic changes and very traumatic time for me and i lost three beautiful oh, sorry all male and so especially the the last one was my son so when my son died at 39 he was murdered i went into a total um oh i did fight with god i must say <laughs> yes so um I, that was my um time of grief and it was yeah. during this time that I had the shoebox. So I was, I was trying to psychologically get myself to want to live, mm -hmm. you know, to survive. Yeah. So I would write little snippets, little notes about personal transformation or what I'd read or how I felt or the, from anger to, to joy to the whole, you know, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I had done a lot of personal transformation, which made it harder because you were supposed to be okay and I didn't feel okay. So um, some many, many, many years later, I met somebody and we were having a conversation and she said, you know that you have a book there. There's a book. Hmm. And um, I already had a business called Regenerate, R-E-J-E-N-E-R, -E -E the number eight, dot com. That's my website. Right. And um, they said, well, we, we need a name for the book. I said, the name's Regenerate. But that's not a good name. You know, you need a name. No, that is the name. So the book Regenerate was written in 2018 when I was 68, first time I'd written. And it's a beautiful book. It's personal transformation at its best. And the moon behind me is on uh -huh. the cover of the book, but a, a more... Um, pronounced moon because the moon is looking at itself yeah and for me that's what um, oh. all personal transformation is about or all mm -hmm. anything prophetic is about because it's yeah. about you becoming aware of yourself where you find yourself and who where the connection is to your highest good or or what supports your highest good and that could be for anybody um their religion their yeah. support system and um many conversations i've had with god believe me during those years i'm and, very um, sorry for your loss i didn't i didn't know about that uh, i can't even yeah so so um yeah i took it as a and and i i never speak about it so not a many people maybe three podcasts i've spoken about it i never wanted to take that as a manipulation to sell books so, um, but it's a story on its own. So when you've gone through something like that, you realize there's something out there far bigger than you. Yeah. Far, far bigger than you. Because that's how you survive. You, it's human nature to want somebody to hold you in a space so you can live. Yeah. Yes. 
Well, even with, even with, um, but that's a, that's a, a beautiful example of, but that's what storytellers do. Um, we're all storytellers. We just don't know our audience sometimes, yeah. you know, your audience is you first, but it's about giving of what you have. And that's through those experiences and everything and trusting, like you said several moments ago that, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's six 30 in the morning here and one, one 30 where you are, um, people are going to watch this later, you know, and they're going to hear something res resonate, um, with them and encourage them or convict them in a good way, wh whatever, whatever it is, because we, we write and we speak and we relate out of how we're processing information. Absolutely. I, I love the concept of the, the the book, the moons kind of, you know, reflecting and, and looking at each other. And and I and I just want to say this. Um not that you have to share that, you know, about your son because that's so deeply personal and painful, but there's nothing wrong with the message of saying through this dark time, this is what I learned and here's and here's Here's the story of you know. Yeah. Coming my to my son my son was a um, a huge Christian, so for my son everything was about Jesus. Uh huh. And um, after his death, that taught me a lot. So I went to investigate, and that could be a whole other podcast. Yeah, probably. So yeah. Yeah. But if I may share something, there's a, there's a there's a little book. And it's called um, When God Winks. And it's by Squire Rushnell. And it was written maybe 50 years ago. And it's a lovely book for everybody to read. Because so often God winks and we don't acknowledge or we don't listen. And we leave it in the shoebox for a later time. Oh, it's I have really a story a about that. When God Winks. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to tell you yeah. something. So... And Jenny and I haven't talked before the thing. So when Susan and I went in 2012 on our faith journey, which is a whole nother thing where we just gave up everything, jobs and everything and, and went and traveled um, as, as ministers through the network that we're in uh, around the U S in a car with a dog and um, stayed at people's houses or sometimes slept in the car. And we just went by faith wherever we felt God told us to go uh, we saw what we called Godwinks all wow. along the way. And we talked about back in 2013, uh, and it's one of those books on the shelves. We said we were going to write a book called Godwinks, uh, just a little book about our journey, our faith journey, and uh, all the different times that uh and i'm going to share one little story so we we're at this conference in 2012 we had just gotten on the road and um we're living in the car you know we drove for 18 months around the country living by faith no jobs or anything and um we got we went to this little conference of the network we we're in and we forgot our toothpaste and we're like oh you know and uh we sat down in the conference with some friends that we knew that were from, because this conference, you know, drew people from all over the U.S. and out of the country. 
And we were just kind of talking like, oh my gosh, we're going to have to go to the store after this. And like when you're at a conference and stuff, the last thing you want to do is have to, you know, because they're jam packed, it's busy, right? You're going out to dinner or lunch after sessions with people. And it's just a very busy three days. And we were just kind of like, wham, wham, we're going to have to oh, co buy some toothpaste. I can't believe we forgot to pack toothpaste, you know. And our friends turned around to us and they said, well, we forgot ours too. So at the airport, we bought a couple extra tubes. We we have a tube that we can give you. And, and they had their backpack with them. And Susan's like, oh, well, um, that's okay because I can really only use like Colgate because the other ones <laughs> really, really bother my teeth. And they pull out this mini tube of Colgate. Oh. And, and we kind of look like, oh, I guess God's winking at us. And so then it kind of became this theme throughout. It was like, I got you, you know, I, I got you. I see you. Yep. So anyways, I yep. just, when you said when God winks, I'm like, Oh my God, to yep. me, that's like a confirmation of mm. I, I gave you, uh, you got that inspiration back in 2012, 13, um, at 12. When, when are you going to write it? Yeah. It and and so for ago. me, you know, I was going to end with, for me, this is a God work. Yeah. And, and we didn't manage before. It was a few months ago, and the God wink was still there. And yeah. so today we've actually, you know, got there. And I'm hoping that um, one day if I have a podcast, you'll, you'll be one of my guests. Oh, I, I'm waiting for somebody to invite me. You know, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, my friend uh, does um, human design. Uh yeah. Which I don't have you heard of that human design? I have. It's, I'm not, it's not astrology, but you take anyway, oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of interesting, but like manifestors and projectors and this and that. And see, that's the fun part is I can stay who I am, but that doesn't mean I understand all of their stuff. But I, you know, hey, you know, tell, yeah, sure. tell me about it. So, um, she came back with mine, and I am a projector. And I'd have to look up Ooh. what that means again. But this is the one thing I do remember from it, which was so me. It said that um, one of the comments was wait for the invitation. Mm. Like projectors, wait for the invitation because I have all this vision and I see all these things. Yes. And, and then you you can get frustrated you know and so i've been musing on that really for the last two years now where then she told me that wait wait for the invitation where in the past you know it'd be like oh but knowing you have something to offer you know and it's almost and then it doesn't happen or this or that so now i'm just like you know what this is my podcast i can do what i want and if somebody wants Happiness. me to talk that's great but otherwise um i can do so it's all part of that creative that creative process you know even just sitting here with you i get ideas and i think that that's part of the flow of creativity that i'd like our um listeners when they watch this to understand that there's really no limits you said you you did your first books are gonna at 69 for one i i Six, did 68 68 and now you're 71 i believe so <laughs> wow. And, and I wouldn't have thought that either. And you're still writing. And here I was thinking that I'm behind the game at 57. And so I think that there's an insidious 
uh, I don't know what the right word is, an insidious mindset that uh, whether you're grow up in South Africa or in the States like me, that there's these time blocks of when you're allowed to do certain things. And, mm. and it's simply not true. I came up with a hashtag. When I say I came up again, it's the spirit, you know, it's like, it kind of is things you're musing on comes. It's like a hashtag while, while still breathing. Yeah. And the thought was, well, Lord, as long as I'm still breathing, I could go be a lawyer if I want. As long as I'm still breathing, I can go learn five languages if I want to. You know, doesn't mean it won't be hard. And so I love that, that you published your first book because you're we're still breathing. So you and me can publish as many books as we want Absolutely. or do whatever we want as long as we're still breathing that's a little more difficult when the breath is stopped but it's a powerful statement of that there's nothing um there's nothing close to us well while we're still breathing we are celebrating life and that's what we should do every single day in every yeah. moment and also i love this interaction because in the beginning i said you know the mental state of being completely present so it's in a state like this, there's, there's no um, objectivity, there's no it, design, it had to be like this. There was no, we, we have allowed it to flow, and I think that's creativity. And whatever comes out of it, it, it was, in other words, it, or, it is done. It was already done before we started. And I, I see like what you're saying. It. And yes, it just comes. I understand, yes. Well, that's why I wanted this to be... Um, more just a, a flow back and forth because I that's where I get I get inspired by other people's stories and 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 their their creativity and the challenge for me has always been to keep it in the inspiration mode and let Jenny's story or somebody else's story or your accomplishment um, fuel me on to take that idea and actually create with it rather than to say, oh, they know more than I do, or I can never do what they do. And these are the lies that, that, that have been, you know, go through my head, you know, my whole life that you're always having to combat, you know, and, and that's why, you know, it's like, no, we are more than enough. We are enough, you know. And I, I, I think, Debbie, that what, what listeners can, can learn, we don't know everything. And yet there's nothing we don't know or can't find out about. So if you can't do a certain part of the book or you're stuck on how to be creative or the end part or whatever part it is or, or the poem or the songwriting or whatever it is, there's mm -hmm. somebody out there that can assist you. Right. You just have to ask and it is given. Uh, yes. And, you know, and that's the beauty of what you were talking about, the group. There's a part of me that wishes I'd known about the group when it was free. But the other hand is that it's good because seeing all of you guys do that, it was like, I literally, I mean, I had it I all. It. I had it written. Yeah. Um, and I, it just gave me permission of the, the tipper was when Golly put out her little love louder um, poem book. I'm like, who is to stop me from putting this out with 24 entries or 24 powerful entries? You know, and they, they bring life and they, they bring encouragement. And I'm like, why are you withholding that? And so literally in one weekend, we were we were up at the country house 
And I think Susan wanted to go to the lake that day and then the, the, the weather started to change and I looked at her and I said, honey, I'm really feeling super creative. <laughs> can I, can we, cause we just like sitting on our couch yeah. in there and it's just very cozy. And I said, can I just write all day? And she looked at me and she goes, yeah, I go, I just feel really creative. Like this is, you know, and I go, but I want you to do me a favor. And she goes, what? I go, when I look at you, I'm good. And I tell you to remind me, I want you to remind me to fire Miss Perfect because I know I'm going to get into perfectionism yes. mode. And, and so when I look at you and I say, and it, it will do that. I go, just tell me what I need to hear. And she'll go, fire Miss Perfect, finish the book. <laughs> and then like four hours later, tell me what I need to hear. Because I was starting to get stuck on, oh, this font or this or that. But I literally formatted all of that, learned it all on my own, just figured it out and did it. Now I had to come home and reformat it a couple times before it was ready to publish. But when I left that weekend, the book was done. The book cover was done. Everything was done. Um, you know, and it was that inspired action of seeing all of you guys. So there's that synergy, like you said. Yeah. So it's even it even moves beyond the group. Mm -hmm. So there was this group writing, but right. the people connected to the people in the group mm -hmm. also got touched. And we it's, don't know how that happens, but it happens. Well, and I think yeah. that's part of the flow, though, because with creativity, hey, Sally, uh, with creativity comes... Oh, where's my brain? I saw Sally went, Sally, Sally, Sally. <laughs> With creativity comes, it just, I am so blonde. Where did it go? It was good. But I know like It'll Sally, she creates flamingo dances and everything. Thank you, Sally. Sally inspires me though. She's like killing it. Have you met Sally? Can you see it in your comments there, Sally? She's in New York and I believe she... So's flamingo dresses, correct I me if I'm wrong. I know who that is. I know who that is. I think I met her in a group once. Yeah, she's awesome. She's so, very creative lady. Very creative. And see, yes. I can't, I've joked with Sally that I could be her big girl model, <laughs> even though I'm losing weight, but I could be her big, bigger girl model and just say that. Um, but with creativity and with synergy, it allows you to expand it allows you to think of things that you may have held yourself back from because here's jenny and you're always so encouraging with me and you can do it deb and great job and you know we need that uh sally like just now you know saying that she's inspired i mean those are humbling things to, to know that something you wrote or the something you did is impacting somebody else and i am really the more creative when i'm outside of my own head oh yes when 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 i am just coming from a place of flow like you or i are in that's when ideas come that's when podcast ideas come that's when that's when the encouragement comes uh for like whatever you've got going on to, to do that next thing, because you know that it's not ever about the comparison. No. And that's what, that's what society does to us. Compare, 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 compare. 
And, and so that's part of my authentic journey is tearing that down, tearing that down, tearing that down. And I have to tear it down in myself first, you know, because I look at like you and like Sally, she's got this storefront and she's done all these things and lived this amazing life. And I'm like, do to do here I am in Houston and, you know, just doing, but it's effective, right? But, but have you noticed, well, when there's no self-judgment, those moments when there's no self-judgment, there's no separation from who you are. Yeah. Creativity flows and we are all equal. Yeah. We're all joined. I, well, I too, when I saw Sally's, I think it was Sally's salon where the dresses are, where she shows it, I remember a specific a little group I saw her in and I was like, wow, I wish I could be like that. And in New York, I think it's in New York. Yeah, she's and, in New York. And, you know, and I wish I could be as prophetic as Debbie in Houston, Texas. You know, so we, we do, we, we, we have comparisonitis, whoever, I don't know if it's in the dictionary, that word, but sometimes, but then when we're speaking like this, there's no comparison. There's, there's no, work. no, it's just because we are connected and because we all are unique. And, um, you know, my, my thing is, you know, in my relationship with God, uh, the Bible says God is no respecter of persons, meaning gay, straight, black, white, whatever, young old uh, we love our creation and god loves his creation mm. and we are all unique i had a thought and i'm gonna um see if this resonates with you so when i was thinking the other day about uniqueness and how um unique so when when for my verbiage for when god looks at you it's like, oh, there's jenny she's so awesome I'm so happy with her. I just love her. I love this about her. I love this about her. I love this about her. I, I know that's how God thinks of us. And then if, if, if Jenny or you or myself or Sally, whoever's watching would say, Oh, well, I'm just, you know, when we get into that, I want to challenge everybody who's watching and Sally and Jenny right now, I want you to look at your thumb. Just go ahead. This is a test. Look at your okay. thumb. The next time we fall into that, temptation to compare look at your thumb what is it about your thumb nobody has jenny's thumb our thumbprints our fingerprints are 100 percent unique out of the billions of people in the world who ever have been or will be nobody has authentic deb's thumb nobody has jenny small's thumb nobody has sally lesser's thumb and that thumb is amazing and it's designed. It's not random. It's no. perfect and it's designed in all of its intricacies that you can't even see it all unless you put it under a microscope. You can't see all the valleys in there. You can't see all the crevices. It probably looks like the Grand Canyon if we if you did it like in a 3D imaging, right? And it's unique for each of us. And it sounds, maybe it sounds simple, but I believe God talks in the simple ways, in a way that we can understand. So for anybody watching, when you start to compare yourself or if you're doubt um, about your own um, abilities or your own worth, I want you to look at your thumb because this thumb is unique. Nobody has it, but, but you. And so Jenny, as you do what you do, 
you you put I just put my thumb on you. You're putting your thumbprint on the world. Yes. You're putting your thumbprint, your DNA, your character, your integrity, your empathy. You're a very empathetic person. You put that into the world and it imprints into others. I just saw this picture just now of you with your thumb and it was almost like glowing like purple. And <laughs> wow. you you put your thumb on somebody's cheek and you could see this faint outline of of an imprint and that imprint on their cheek is going to stay with them the rest of their lives and it's going to be there and it's almost like i see it so it lights up and then it fades so nobody knows it's there but then there's going to be times in their life where all of a sudden it's going to glow and that's when they're remembering or being encouraged by the thumbprint that that you put on them, and that's with your words, with your um, the great. You're a great exhorter. You're a great encourager, and people people need that. And so that's what I hear for you prophetically is like this thumbprint. Um, every time you encourage somebody, there's this thumbprint that goes on onto them, and it's gonna. It's like if you've ever seen a movie where all of a sudden something lights up on somebody's skin. That's exactly what it is. And they might not always feel that and know that, but in the spirit, that's what's that's what's happening because you've you've put that unique DNA that is only Jenny um, and touched them. And, and you're gonna do that, you already do that. See, that's the thing is we all do that. But I really see that for you. Karen says you are definitely a great encourager. And so that, Thank you. that thumbprint that is Jenny is going to stay with them. And they're going to be able to draw on that. Sometimes consciously, sometimes they're going to go, oh, yeah, Jenny sent that to me. And other times it's going to be a silent whisper in their spirit that, that something that you said or just how you make people feel. Uh, people uh, are going to be able to draw on. It's like taking a deep breath and going, and you remember something or you remember, like we talk about manifesting or when we meditate or we pray, we, we think about something good. Um, like if somebody's in fear or if they're anxiety and then we, we sometimes just subconscious, our subconscious goes, remember this, remember that. And then our whole body just relaxes. It's right? beautiful. And so that's what that's what I see for you, and then the impact that that you have. And so I just bless you with that and encourage you with that. May I just say that that's um, some of the most beautiful um, thing gift I've ever got from anybody. So I thank you, and oh, uh, and I understand. Well, I don't have to understand, but I embrace it because I believe that um, what we give to somebody else is allow them to find the untouchable part of them. Because even when you're going through the biggest trauma, there's a part of you that is untouchable. And you would understand, um, you know, with your beliefs where that comes from. Mm -hmm. And it was just beautiful. And by the way, seeing that Karen is listening, um, I read her book on Saturday. Oh, and okay, I started... Karen, oh, the Karen. Karen I just saw that. Karen? Okay, in the States. Is that the Karen? Karen Lang. Is, is that the gal you're talking about? Hey, Karen. Karen, Karen. 
so I, I started started reading at one o'clock on Saturday, and when I finished, it was dark. It's an oh. extraordinary, extraordinary. I'm going to read it. Look, I'm looking at the comments. Like Karen is right there. Hey, what's up, Karen? I want to read your book right before <laughs> yeah. this. I saw that you and I. I saw that the Kindle version, because I'm just a big yes. Kindle girl. Um, unless it's uh, Susan and I, really the only books we have that are like our spiritual books, you know, concordances and whatever. You will but love this book. I uh, I want to connect with you, um, Karen. But I I went to do it, and then I wasn't logged into Amazon, and I had to like get on here. So I'm like, okay, later today, um, I'm gonna get your get your book. Um, cause I definitely, we probably have some, I wasn't married to a pastor, but, uh, but definitely, uh, man, what, a, that's for another story, which is why I have the, the series. I haven't done one in a while called, can you pray the gay way? So Karen, maybe you'd be a good, uh, uh, a good guest for that. Um, and that's what I, I love about this podcast. Huh? We've been talking for about 52 minutes. I don't know who's going to listen to such a long podcast, but it sure has been. It's oh, they will. The prophetically will. beautiful. Yes, thank, thank you. you. They they will get they will get there. But well, with that, there's so much more we could talk about. First, I want to share. Um, I'm going to share in the comments a link to your book. Uh, thank I you. I want to know, of course. I'm going to put them both in there. So there is the link to finally find the love of your life. And then my little book, Hashtags for Daily Living, which is just where I take a hashtag thought and I just um, write on it a little bit. I know we're going to start the Coffee with God series. You inspired me to do that on my podcast. Uh, you know, it's just hard to work full time and do all these other things, you know. Um, but definitely I have the Pray Gateway series. I see you doing uh, Haven't you started a podcast in the past or no? Me. I've yeah. threatened. You've uh, well, no, what happened was I had a Facebook group and it was called Perfect Pitch where I was going to interview people. Now, knowing that I'm not a great techie, but I do have a friend who's just written Taming the Tech Monster. So yes, she can help Anka. me. But yeah, so I, I was yeah. already, I had 60 people to interview, great interviews lined up. And I went on the live, I invited the guest uh -huh. and the guest never arrived. And I was saying, oh, Okay, I see we live, but our guest hasn't arrived yet. Maybe Facebook's taking a bit long, but it took longer and longer and longer. And my default is um, I don't like to be embarrassed or humiliated. And I was so embarrassed, I never did it again. Oh, we got to do it. So, and that was I, two years ago. Oh, ma'am, no, because that's the other thing that you definitely so. What I'm doing right now is StreamYard. Now I have the paid version, which means you can see my little logo up there and this and that. But you can um, you can do StreamYard for free up to two or one spot at a time. So it will go live. Like I'm live on my Facebook wall right now. Mm. Now the paid version that keeps my downloads for seven days and I can download the video or audio or both of this and since i have a podcast i will download the audio only portion of this add okay. my intro and outro and do it the only thing with the free version on this is i believe that they only let you download free for the first week but if you don't need to download yeah. them and you just want to do like a youtube out. or something in your facebook and it will help you 
um sally says yeah have a but yeah so we can talk about that because definitely yeah, definitely that. and that's the thing yeah. of you let something stop your flow of creativity exactly but you've yeah. inspired me again absolutely so, thank so, you so much it was so lovely it was lovely to see you i'm so glad to see you karen i'm gonna get with you i gotta go to work in an hour but i'm definitely <laughs> gonna download your book but you know, you've inspired me because with the coffee with God. So real quick, what's your next project besides the podcast? Um, I, I want to put uh, something out online. So um, some online training perhaps, yeah. And there will be another book. So there'll be a workbook to follow up. Um, awesome. Finally Found the Love of Your Life. So how to and how to book. And there'll be a memoir. Good, good. And that I one's going to be many 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 pages <laughs> yes I, I'm working on I have several other books too so I so enjoyed talking to you thank you so much you're a great thank encouragement you. to me um, the good thing about this is these are all recorded it probably won't be this week but what I will try to do is pull out um, find the timestamp of where I gave you that word and cut that out into an mp3 so that i can send it to you because when you when you oh, get a prophetic you. word or intuitive word or you know whatever um we need to write those down and partner with them oh uh, yes i uh, want to so that you can remember it and you might hear something more than you heard i, I want time. to tell you what i felt though okay i want to hear it yeah. you see as you were saying it i felt the thumbprint so i think it is imprinted because um It was like a truth I already knew, but you put the words to. Mm -hmm. And I just want to thank you so much for that. Oh, you're very welcome. And, you know, and, and I always say, somebody once asked me, and, I'll, and it was like, who's your spirit guide? When we're talking about that, you know, the, the Christian world, the mm. metaphysical world, or the woo-woo or whatever. And I said, oh, I just go straight to the big guy. I just, I just go straight to the Holy Spirit. And they kind of laughed and they said, well, don't you, don't you talk to angels? And I go, well, I'd be a hypocrite to say angels don't talk to us. I go, but I just go straight to, to the, to the, to what I believe you to be the source. But at the same time, I'm not putting anybody else down. So, you know, I always say, uh, was it Corey Ten Boom? Do you know who Corey Ten Boom is? Yes, I do. One time they asked her, how does she deal with so many compliments? When I was a young, young adult, I could never handle compliments. Like, oh, that was a beautiful song, Debbie, or this or that. And, and I was just so insecure, I couldn't handle anything. And I read this book, and she said when people would compliment her, she, would, she had this visual of she would, like, hold out her hands and, like, take a rose. It was like a rose. And she'd get all these compliments. And at the end of the day, she would put them, she'd visualize putting them at the feet of Jesus and saying, this is for you. And so that's where I say anything good that comes from me. Yes, I'm the one speaking. I own my own actions, but I know I'm I'm hearing from. So when I give you a word about a thumbprint, because I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit, mm. and so it's it's God's thoughts and intentions and heart for you, and He trusts me enough to filter it out of my mouth and and give it to you. So you've been touched God. by the Creator. I love you. Thank you. Bunches. Thank you. Love you too. Karen, okay. I can't wait to be with everybody. Ciao, ciao. See you Thank guys. You. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Authentic Deb Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and connect with me at AuthenticDeb.com. There you can book a session with me and request to be a guest on the show. So until next time, 
This is Authentic Deb signing out. And remember, be you because being you is enough.